Okay, good evening everybody. So last week we, we, we started with Pigiyah, entreating to Hashem uh, relentlessly, and we talked about that it's almost guaranteed, certainly in Ruchnius, that a person uh, will be successful, but it has to be consistent, and, and as we said, it's, it's relentless, and it's singly focused, it's laser focused, you can't even have two topics in it. It's one topic, and you're gonna, you are not giving up, and you're going to daven and daven and daven and daven. Um, and, and certainly we mentioned on, on a, things that are good for us, um, things that are positive spiritually, we could be answered. So that's a very, very powerful tool. Now, Rabbi Pincus tonight, we're going to see that he qualifies it. With all powerful tools, you know, and, and sometimes you say, call it something nuclear, so to speak, um, you know, there are safeguards that have to be taken. You can't just daven. Uh, even consistently and repeatedly with a singular focus, which is an amazing thing to do and a good way to get answered in, in the affirmative uh, and, and, and think that there's no rules and regulations of how this davening takes place. So Vine Khan, and again, we're talking about relentlessly entreating, pigia, davening, and davening again and again and again and again, again until a person's answered, and that is an effective way to daven. It says with Pinkos, when he considers be very careful. When you're davening in such a way, you shouldn't, because of your davening so long, so hard, so intensely, so singly focused on this one thing, that because of that, you can come to from being too talkative, you can actually lead to sin. We know that a friend made a circle around this ourselves. By the way, you were talking about the flooding uh, and the loss of power in San Jose many years ago. Not met that many. I'm trying to remember what year it was. I think it was 2012. There was a very similar reality that had been uh, for. It had been a drought for several years. Uh, in fact, the, the water level was drastically low, and all of a sudden, heavy rains. And uh, flooding in, in the south part of Israel, they actually had to change. In fact, actually, with our Arab talks afterwards, there was a discussion based on that flooding. What will we be doing with the Arab? They wanted to understand because they were building up the, the, the canal walls as a result. Um, but I actually I spoke that year in City Hall about being careful what we do, being careful what we ask for. I actually quoted Chomri HaMagel. I quoted this Gemara. I didn't quote the Gemara, like, literally, in Lashon HaKadosh, but I actually said this Gemara, that there was, they, they asked first Chomri had it to, to, to daven, and then it rained so much, they said, stop the davening, daven the rain, stop. It's too much already. Right? And that's really what everyone wanted then. It was a drought, and everyone wanted rain, and then all of a sudden, there was so much rain, there was flooding. So the Gemara says in Tainis that the Choni davened and pretty much he like almost commanded, so to speak, Hashem, uh, without going into the Gemara. So when if you were not Choni, if you were not Choni, goes I would decree on you Nido, a form of execution. So he thought the way Choni davened, it was not just. Singly focused, but it was it was too friendly, so to speak, and we'll, we'll elaborate upon that. Too friendly, so to speak, uh, with Hashem. 
his, it was almost disrespectful, so to speak, in the, in the way down. Now, the Gemara then says, but I won't say anything phony because Hashem obviously listened to you. Um, so whatever you did worked. That, that, that's, that's what the Gemara says there. But we see that it's possible to daven so intensely, so strongly, and lose focus on the relationship between us and Hashem. We'll, we'll elaborate on that. There are two things you have to take out of this. Firstly, this is, this is general, this is very important in life, in Imuna, very important in tefillah and prayer. We don't know what's really for our best and what's, uh, and what's not. We sometimes imagine we know best. But we don't know. It, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll see how we should dive because of that momentarily. But we don't know if we go to this yeshiva or we have this job or we live in this house or even marry a certain person or if I just live in Israel or I just live in New York or in Chicago or in San Jose or I would have this. Life would be better. That, that's exactly what I need. No one knows 100% what they would need. You know, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, who was one of the G'dayli Hador in America, I think I've said this several years ago in San Jose, they, he was once, I forgot the position he was looking for, uh, the town, it's, it's, um, but he was, he was a rov in a small little shtetl, small, small shtetl in Lithuania. And as his family got bigger, he couldn't support himself. So he applied for one of the larger towns in Lithuania, almost a city, um, and he was one of the final two candidates to be this rabbi in Lithuania. And it was a very prestigious position, and it would have paid enough to support his family, and he could have stayed learning. And he lost. The, it, it was between him and someone else, and he did not get it. Somebody else got the shtaler. Somebody else got that position. And because of that, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky ended up being forced to come to America ended up living first for a brief period of time in Seattle, of all places, and then quickly moving to Toronto, where he was a relevant head of the Eitzchayim School in Toronto. And then, after a few short years, moving to New York, where he would live until 1985-86, when he was Nifter, first being the Rosh Hashiva of Torah Vadas, uh, and then retiring the last 17 years of life, being a Muncie and answering the world's Shiloh's. But Ryakov said the following thing. He imagined that he, this position he went for would have been the best thing in the world for him. The best thing in the world for his family. He would have had a prestigious Rabbanus in Lithuania, which was, Lithuania was the Jerusalem of Torah. But Filma, Lithuania was, was a place of the yeshivas. The chinuch of his children, in theory, would have been better. He would have been able to have a population of uh, Balabatim, who had been very learned, and that would have been good for his learning. And he didn't get that position. And because of that, he ends up going first to Seattle briefly, then Toronto for a bit longer, and then New York. He said that it was the best thing that ever happened because everybody in that, that town slash almost city in Lithuania was murdered. Had he become the Rav there, there would be no Shmuel Kamenetsky, who's the Gadolador in America today. Rabbi Yaakov and I have lived I mean, and his children and grandchildren, he has one of, one of the Rebbeim in my yeshiva is a great-grandson of Rabbi Kamenetsky. Actually, his name is Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. <laughs> he teaches... He teaches... For, he, te- 
he teaches for fifth grade uh, for the for the for the yeshiva. So I mean, imagine what you well, sometimes what we perceive as the best thing for us really uh, is not. And so he says you have to be very careful to be very adamant in davening for something because you you may be adamant and daven for the wrong thing. It may not be for your best, even though you think it is. We are limited in our vision of what happens. Like, sometimes people push their children in a certain direction, and it's not the best thing for their children. It doesn't turn out with the way they would have liked it. And sometimes people want a certain position or job, and it wouldn't be good for them. So a person should, first of all, uh, be careful not to be too stubborn to down for or something. Could go on Ashiris. There are people that have been broken by wealth. They imagine if they have money, money could buy happiness, and it's not true. The afilu al chachma muflagis sheinafshenu yodas shekama vekama v'tevarim. Even if great knowledge, sometimes it's not good for us because if we if we're not at the level we can handle this knowledge, there are people who could even. Uh, make wrong decisions and lead incorrect lives because of that. So how how is Sadavin? We want what's best. So what's the, what's the way that if we, especially we're doing pigia, we're daven consistently, perhaps or something. How should we daven? Um, how should we daven? Um, if we're going to daven uh, in such a, in such a in such a fashion. We should ask in general. And we say it this way, it's we're showing that all of our requests and desire is to do what's for Hashem, what we want. Let's say you're davening for a shidduch. You want to get married. Every, it's a mitzvah, it's the first mitzvah, Torah. approve, get married. It's not good to be by yourself. You should ask Hashem, don't say, I want to marry Miriam. Or Rachel, or Leah, and you don't point at one lady and daven for her. No, you daven to Hashem. That Hashem should give you the best possible shidduch. That is, that's for sure good. Right? That, if you daven to Hashem to have a kosher Pesach, that's a good thing. Well, daven to Hashem to get the best shidduch, that's a great thing to do. A person should daven not for a specific lady, even though you imagine she's everything I dreamed of, or a specific man for the ladies. He's everything I dreamed of. We don't know what... I mean, people, you have no idea what people really are. All, I can tell you story after story. And they imagine one thing, and in real life it's something else. Never daven for it specifically. You daven for the best for spouse. That's always the best. There's a winning, winning formula. Or you follow a parnasa. Don't daven. I want to work for Silicon Valley Bank. Oh, it's the 20th. <laughs> Silicon Valley Bank. It's the 20th largest bank in the United States, and they have great pensions, and they and they have great perks, and they're really woke. How much can be better than working for Silicon Valley Bank, right? Don't dominate, you know. Don't dominate for that. Even in, in, in by the way, if I would have said two weeks ago, people could have said Silicon Valley Bank is a great place. It's a wonderful place. Signature Bank, great place, right? I know Signature Signature Bank, by the way, which is closed on Sunday. Was which was shut down by the by, by the government was originally Bank of Pauline's branch in America Signature Bank. They sold it twenty something years ago. <laughs> okay, and a lot of a lot of Jewish money was connected. They got it out everybody, but to my knowledge, but it was 
It was very, it's a great bank. Good people work there. I would love to work. Hashem, please make me work there. You think anyone would, today would be happy to work there? Even the people, the positive getting their money. If you, there's no pensions, there's no employment benefits. You know, whatever you did, it was for naught over there. So the person does, I want to work for the bank. I want to work for this company. And then you end up having the worst boss. Person does, Hashem, give me, let me work in the best place for me. That's how you daven. We don't know what's the best place. And if you're, let's say you offer a position, Hashem, let me take this position if it's the best thing for me. I know what's best for me. Obviously, when we're making a decision, okay, when we're making a decision in life, we have to look at all the facts, make an intelligent, weighing out the pros and cons, the cost-benefit formulation. There's nothing perfect in this world. Nothing is perfect. Only the messianic times and times of shit will be perfect. So we always have to weigh it out and we make a decision. But to daven means we're asking Hashem to give this to me. That we do not do with certitude. The way we daven is Hashem, put me in the best place for me. Or if you, if you have a position online, Hashem, let, if this is supposed to be, let it work out. And if it's not supposed to be, it shouldn't work out. Right? If you're dating a girl seven times and it's looking positive, or a boy, and Hashem, if this is supposed to be, but don't say, I know best. We don't know best. So, oh, I want my child to go to this school. Best school, have the best reputation. You know what? Even the best school, best reputation, some children do not do well. So don't, if, you, if you're picking a school, and it makes sense for your child, then pick that school. But if you're davening, don't daven like you know 100% what's best. We don't know what's best. You know, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetz, if you go back to that story, true story, he looked for that position because it made sense. But he should never doubt, and he didn't, doubt that I should get this position no matter what because it may not be the best thing for him. And that's what we doubt. We don't know. We don't know what the Silicon Valley Bank is next. And we don't know what school could be detrimental for ourselves or for our children. And we don't know even though this neighborhood looks so safe, right? The, the, which block could be the, the block of danger, we don't know. And a yid, when they dominate, is cognizant, especially if you think Pegiyah, because Pegiyah, you're going to force this, or so to speak. You're going to dominate and dominate and demand and cry and force it. And it may not be for the best. But Dabrashani, and the second thing, if we're dominating with this way of Pegiyah, of, of relentless entreaty, Dabrashani should come, Shanu Mavakshin, even if we're dominating. For shame Hashem, for the, for the name of Hashem, Allah Gu'ula, the redemption. Allah Tachas Achas Hayamim, for the times of Mashiach. For calling Yonim Kishikvar Kavu Chazal, we know this what Hashem wants. Even with these things. You have to dominate in a way where it's respectful. As the Talmud says in Brachas, and this is what Choni was rebuked for by Shemesh Shatach, is Kavrusa Kapi Shmaim, is Hashem your friend? Now we know, we'll see in a minute. Hashem is called Avinu, who's our father. And Hashem is called our master, our Malkinu, our king. But he's not our friend. He's not our brother. <laughs> Hashem is maybe our father. He has mercy on us. Hashem is our master. He's our king. He's not our, our Chavrusa. You kibitz with Chavrusa. You, you mon, you demand from your Chavrusa. Hashem is not our friend. Hashem, in his mercy, relates to us as a father to a child. Hashem in his greatness, relates to us as, a, as the as the omnipotent king and us as servants. Both of those are ways we daven. 
but never as a friend. Okay? That's very important. Our friend? We don't talk to Hashem as our friend. We could talk as a child to a parent. Not a Heintiger child, not like a, like a Silicon Valley child, or a New York City child to his parent, but a respectful child to his parent. A child that looks up to a parent as, as in the old days, with covered, with, with honor, but Hashem is mercy on us, okay, but not a friend. He's not our buddy. I slap in the back, so to speak, Kaviachol. We're davening, and we're praising, and we're talking about the greatness of Hashem. We're talking to Hashem. Talk to Hashem, we daven. We're talking one on one in language of connection. Kugon, for example, Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our, our King, as we refer to Hashem. Very careful to remind ourselves and to be careful that to, to remember the Kuchibricho, Eino Chavar Shalom. Hashem is not our friend. He's not our buddy. The chasm between the heavens and the earth is Ken Hashem's ways or the chasm is in, is infinitely different than ours. Hashem is omnipotent, omniscient. He knows all, and what we know in our little brains is relatively very, 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 very little. And it wouldn't be for a sins of son of Alti, but Ali Tachlas, I hate you, Manu. If it wouldn't, excuse me. V'omal and V'osinesu is B'chavumi Hashem's ultimate humility. And Avratzayinu is, well, we'd have no connection whatsoever. We're, 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 we're corporal, physical, limited human beings who are nivra, were created by Hashem. Hashem is, is the master, the creator, omnipotent, all-powerful, all-knowledgeable. There should be no... <laughs> No connection. We should have no, no possible thing. But Hashem, is, on, his, on His humility and His mercy, has it. Certainly the oneness of Hashem and His greatness and how the divine providence in the world, we are on a totally different frequency. What we see, we have no clue what's going on. We, we have no idea how things are unfolding and what's really for our best and what's really not. And our best, by the way, ultimately, spiritually best. I mean, the, the, the physical material is important as, a, as an, an enabler to allow us to be spiritual people. But the point of this world is not to have cocktails on, uh, on a, in a comfortable bed somewhere. It's to serve Hashem. That is, uh, this is the, in, this, in this finite world. So that's our real best. And, and how will be... And of course, we need, we say in Shema every day, we need uh, the amount of physicality that we need to serve Hashem, whether it means a comfortable house, with no rain coming in, and electricity. <laughs> uh, we, need, we need a certain amount of food, and a certain amount of, 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 of whatever kind of a car, and we, have, we may need for our personal happiness, different strokes for different folks. But it's, it's not the point of life. It, it just enables us to live the point of life, and different strokes for different folks. And, and everyone has different creature comforts that they need. Um, but we have no idea of how Hashem deals with the world, and nor do we even truly understand Hashem. Therefore, there's a danger here. This is very important. There is a danger when you're davening consistently to Hashem and in the level of connection, because Hashem is our Father, so to speak. 
it, 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 it's also you can't lose focus of the godless of the greatness of Hashem. The Hashem is all powerful and omnipotent. And in, when we're dominating, even though we feel very close, and we should feel very close to the Rebbein Shalom, to the creator of the world, right? But we can't lose our focus. Even if we're very, very pious Yidin, very holy Jews, Sadiqim, and even um, even if the word Sadiqim, who daven in a certain way, almost demanding, so to speak, we can't learn from them. Because if a tzaddik davens adamantly in a certain way, they had Ruach HaKadosh and they knew that really this is what Hashem wanted. They, I mean, if you know that Hashem wants you to ask for this, that's fine. But we're not at that level to daven to Hashem and say, Hashem, this means, I need this. I need to live here. I need this house. I need to marry this lady. Right? If a certain tzaddik, you hear a story that did that, that's because they were on a certain level. But we're not. We don't know this for our best. And we don't have that, that, that kind of Ruach HaKadosh. We're full with, with for honest, we're, we're not that because we have sins. We should dive in such a way that we know what's best. I know this is best. We don't know what's best. We make decisions intellectually and intelligently. But davening Hashem, if this is best, give me the best shirach. Not this girl. I, give me the best job for me. Please put me in the right place. I don't know. Hashem, you know. You can dive a thousand times. It'll be, that's how you're successful. But did I know? What do we know? What do we know? Why is this of all men? Said in Kohelis. Hashem is in heaven. And you're here below with bad view. You don't you don't see the whole you don't see the whole panorama of what's going on and what's happening before what's going to happen later. What's really for your best? Al Ken was saying Kohelis, you dvaramat and be speak. Don't speak a lot. Don't assume a lot. First of all, first person has a tragedy, difficulty, or he needs something. Daven a lot, of course, we know certain things are guaranteed, the way we said before, Daven in general, or if this is for our best, to Daven, to say to uh, Tehillim, or Tefillah, that Chazal said, to use the words of our sages, their words, because if you say Tehillim, you can say that, you never know there's a Tehillim. Every Tehillim, every part of Psalm, we say over and over and over, those are perfect words. Nothing, you only, it's a guaranteed zikr, guaranteed success with Tillam. You're bothered, you need Siyad Shmaya, you need Baracha, say Tillam, Zog Tillam. The Davin, as we said before, the Hashem to put in the best way. And when you're Davining, smart, not to lose respect, not, not that I know it's best, Hashem, but please, Hashem. With, with a certain with reverence and understanding, even a human king, by the way, if, if a human king would see one of his servants, even or a child, loses respect for the kingship, you're not going to get, you're in trouble, you're not going to get, you can get, you're going to be, be rewarded, required for that. But for you, Davin's with that knowledge that we don't know what's best. And we need Hashem's mercy and we're consistent. Ah, it's talent philosophy, that's no fun, but then it's, then, then it's an auspicious prayer, the Havilo Bracha, to bring blessing to the Chayyim Shevokas. That's the first danger. 
First danger is that we dive in the arrogantly, so to speak, in two ways of arrogance. One is we know best, and we don't know what's best, so we have to dive in carefully, asking, especially when we're diving a lot, relentless entreaty. We're davening in a way where we're saying, Hashem, do please put me in the best space. Put me in, in, in the best reality, um, number one. And number two is Hashem is not our friend. <laughs> we daven in a way of reverence, of appreciation. And even if they, in the closeness is our father, we speak to a father different than a friend. The second thing is we can't, be very careful. Shukara who all the marak but feels to Abbas, the person gonna dive in good feelings in the right way. The Yeshua sometimes the, the salvation, the redemption is far, it takes lots of feelings, years could be. Uh, and sometimes Shmitanam the and for cosmic reasons, by the way. There are people who do not get married right away, or do not have children right away, or don't have doesn't happen, whatever it may be for other we do our best part, we do our best. And Baba Bataina, and then a person starts dying, they come, they, they become embittered. So they have tainas, they have, they, they, have they, they, they feel like they got chipped into it. Why? Or, or the, in the process. Why is this happening? Why? I'm dominating. Again, don't daven for a specific woman, right? So the person says that the Gemara talks about davening. I guy enchanted by a certain lady. She davened for a certain woman. Shema einam yeslo. Maybe this woman is not your b'shert. Mechafart to Hashem. You won't get her because someone else is going to get her, and you're going to feel like I can't believe this didn't happen. First Rashi Shirad Chasam Tefilah Nizmos. You think your tefilah doesn't work? It's like Lazarim Meoyit. Be very careful. Shloim Kashmos. I think I mentioned this once. I was once walking on Rosh Hashanah, I believe it was Rosh Hashanah, my first or second year in California, San Jose. And I was walking, I believe it was Rosh Hashanah, it was Shabbat Shuvah, and I see like a, a sort of traditional guy on the grass. My, I, this is actually, it was my first year, because I know where I lived there. Like, when I lived in Park, Parkland, that was the name of the block. My first, it was like a mile, it's not as far as it's like Fagan, but like a mile and a half away. And I see a guy there who I met a few times. I said, why don't you come to, you want to, you're wearing shorts sitting on the grass today? Why don't you come to Schultz or any Schultz? I don't believe in prayer. I don't believe in prayer. Why not? I pray for things, specific things this guy prayed for, and I didn't get them. I don't remember exactly how the conversation, but I remember him saying that. I, I pray, I, I think, I mean, I, I spoke to him, but I prayed for things and I didn't get them. This we don't know what pray for things. You you think you know best so and so and so? You didn't get them? That's that's danger. Because this guy, it probably whatever he didn't get wasn't good for him. But he, he got he was not I don't think he was ever that observant. But a, but a, but a, for anybody to do that, to pray for certain things, you may not be destined to marry that woman. And may, it may not be for you. Because not just if you daven in the wrong way, it's the wrong way to daven and dangerous. For some people, they actually will become embittered because they didn't get something them which would not happen for their good. Uh, we have, you should have never, ever, part of the, you say this, the fundamentals of the Muna of faith is that we don't assume that we know better than Hashem. And whatever Hashem does with us is based on level, it's for our own good. 
And you think this is a small thing? Oh, I can for sure do this. He says, is in truth, it's, it, it, when you're tested, when your person is challenged, it's very challenging. When a person wants something specific, and is consistently again, it's a very powerful tool relentless tefillah. You don't see what what you can't see the good. You don't see it. Uh, and you don't see it. And you imagine a person thinks, why is this not happening? It's very very challenging. It's and it's very very careful to, to to stick to this challenge and not to have. Um, Tainus Yehurim against Hashem. It's for two levels. Um, first of all, don't think negatively. I have an answer to now. I, like this guy like throwing the towel, or I'm upset, or I'm angry. By the way, in that moment of where you could have been great, the greatest moment, you, a person was just a hair's breadth away. That's that's where your your greatness lies. I, you know, somebody called me this week. Doesn't live in California actually, but at one point did. Um, they had a question, they have a challenge. As I said to them after giving them advice, to do, but just realize that if you're in that challenge, that's your moment of greatness. You will never become the person that you could and should be if you don't have this test and challenge. And in this world, our goal is to become the greatest people we could and should be. So if some per- people have challenges and they need more to feel off, that's you know, that is their part of their challenge to become greater. So first of all, don't question Hashem and don't and don't get upset. Then number two is don't stop davening. There are people who are just at the moment of greatness. A few more tefillahs, a little bit more effort and they would have been successful. They were so close. I know a couple of people in my friend, I look at them my heart goes out. They were so close. And they stopped. They gave up. You know, I mean, they need a very powerful muscle. But there are people in the Holocaust who, for two, three years, kept the fight. And days before they were, the, the Americans or the Russians would have liberated them, they threw in the towel. Do you understand what that means? I'm, I'm a grandchild of four survivors. I have kind of a very big family. My siblings do. That had my, grand, my grandparents given in the towel, I wouldn't be here. I'm not ever judging such a person, but you imagine you give it, you, 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 kill your, you allow yourself to be killed, you give up. Again, I'm talking the most severe, in the Holocaust, which we, should, we could never imagine. But had they just pushed Davin more, a day, two, three, a week later, the, the Americans were in Buchenwald. <laughs> the Russians were in Auschwitz. Right? You don't give up. Tomorrow could be the moment of redemption. That, that's a, a, again, whenever we do Holocaust, Mishalom, it, there's, 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 there's a danger. But, but, but my point stands that, that we don't, that the person should not stop davening. Do not lose hope. It, a person needs to know that, that first of all, all feelers have a purpose, even though we don't see it maybe in this world, maybe in the next world. May, it may not be for our best, it doesn't, but it doesn't get lost. And it could be that we're going to get the thing that's best for us 
in this world, but we need a little bit more tefillah or we need a little bit more effort. And if a person gives up, they will never get it. So don't get upset and don't give up. Elakav, as the Talmud says, as the Pasuk says, Elakav el Hashem, right? Have hope to Hashem. Chazek v'yametz libecha, strengthen your heart. V'kav el Hashem, and look to Hashem with hope. L'ham shech oid v'oid, don't stop davening. Don't stop believing. Don't stop hoping. But it's artly, there to see the difference between Maishu Rabbeinu and Menashe, king of Yehuda. So you know Menashe for many years of his life was quote-unquote a wicked king. He actually was made of Arazar rampant in Yehudiah, in Judah, by Yehuda. And then there was a moment he was taken prisoner and he was thrown into be killed. And at that moment, right before he had been killed, he spelled to the Neuro'ah. Uh, and, and, and he, and he davened a tremendous tefillah. First he davened to idolatry, nothing helped him. And then his father, Menashe's father, was a tzaddik, so he said, Chizkiah, who are, I mean, Chizkiah was, 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 could have been Mashiach, he was so great. And we know that Chizkiah didn't want to have a child because he, he, he was told he was going to have a wicked child, and Yeshayahu um, rebuked him for this. And according to Chazal, he even married Yeshayahu's daughter. And he has this child, Menashe, who is the, at that point truly wicked. You know, he does chuvats and love, and we can never judge Menashe. The Talmud says Rav Ashi got punished. Well, it was, you know, whatever. Menashe, is a, his, when his tests were and challenges are beyond our belief. But, but in theory, the, the Poshib shot of the Mikra is that he had, at this point, before he does chuva at any level, he had been a person spreading idolatry of Arazara. Um, Again, we don't know his eight Sahara man here to judge such a person. The Talmud says Rabashi could certainly I'm a flea compared to that. But but he but, and he downs at this point in captivity, about to be killed. And it's, it's a very it's such a powerful tefillah. The Malachim try to block it, it block it, and Hashem digs a tunnel, so to speak, to let this tefillah come through. How did he daven? Ma'amr, what did he say? I'm calling out to thee. If you answer me and save me, then I believe in you. And if not, you know better than idolaters. Now, he makes it tonight. If you don't answer me, Hashem, because he also says that, Hashem, I know my father prayed for you and he was successful. right? But if you don't answer me, you're not answering and all the idols aren't answering to me. And it, therefore, um, just like those idols are worthless today, so to Hashem, you'll be worthless. Now, Pinkus says this, I'm not here to criticize Menashe, I'm not great enough to criticize Menashe, who is a king and who, who did shuvah at some level. But Menashe, Davin one tefillah, Omnum nerobatsmoso, even though it was it was trustly powerful, but Gazer my feel it always to you know, and it was it was powerful. He was still with like a danger of him getting but Moshe Rabbeinu, Davin, you know, five hundred fifty tefillas in Parsha Eschanan, and Chazal say that Moshe was tefillas like a cherub, it was like a sword that cut through. Um, and the whole spiritual world sort of uh, shook from it. And he did it 515 times. 
And at the end of the day, Tfilosu Shomoyisha, he was answered that Moshe stopped davening. Bechevan Shoroa Moshe Rabbeinu, he said his fields were being blocked and stopped, and he was told to not not daven more. But Oyser Shah, how did Moshe Rabbeinu react? Hatzur Tomim Ba'ala, Hashem is perfect in all his ways. Binazos, think about this that when you're davening, Pegiya, you're going to be less davening. A person always has to know that tefillah is effective. And certainly, whether we see it or not, it's effective. And if we daven for the, in the right way for the right thing, so as we mentioned last week, we don't know in Gashmis, so we may not get it in Gashmis for us in the material world, because it may not be for our best. But in the spiritual Ruchnius world, Torah is for our best. Right? Um, no person knows when a person davens with, with Pegiya, it's always Hatsur Tan Polo. We don't know what's for our best, and Hashem is always perfect. If a person feels they'll, they'll continue to die like Moshe Rabbeinu, no matter what, it didn't phase him. It was never, it was a relationship of, 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 in, in the right way, and that's why they did. So that ends Pegiyo. Very, very powerful thing. If a person is truly bothered to die consistently, but there's a way you do it, and there's an oifin you do it, there's, there's an understanding that we ultimately don't know our best, but if we do it in such a way, and we, we, we cry, and we do it, and we're consistently, we're guaranteed bracha in spiritual world, things, and even in the material world, if we daven Hashem, if give me the best job for me, huh, that's, what you, that's the way you, you daven, then Hashem will give us the best job. Now, it may not be the job that we think is best, but we're guaranteed to get the best job for us, right? The best situation for us. Hashem should get answer all our tefillahs in the affirmative, and we should be zayich of these pegiyah and the right way. Hold on.